This is IFO Podcast Series, the official podcast from IFO Show, the one and only talk show about every IELTS that helps you to reach your dream. A Wednesday is when we spend time to think. A Wednesday night is also when we spend time to stay focused. Now, there's a really, really focused person that's going to appear in this episode, and this person will show us. How he managed to use his own hustle and concentration and focus to be able to do many, many things. You might have seen him before, but right now we're going to show him to you. Hello, everyone. My name is Lei Dongkua. So today is my pleasure to join uh, the show IS Face Off. I am an investor uh, focusing on startup. So you call me a startup investor. I'm now running 21 company in many different fields. From sport, education, art, culture, technology. So hopefully that I can meet up you guys on tonight's show. So I will share with a lot of my experience over startup and my experience investing. I'm so happy to have you here. Um, I've seen you a lot on TV, and I've personally purchased from some of your businesses. Um, so you know it's great to have you here in person, and I'd love to talk to you a, a bit about uh, how you make your investment decisions. Right. So first off, how did you know you want to do business? So basically, I, I think I was born and raised in a very business-oriented family. So we born in a very poor family, but my parents they like selling, buying very small stuff. So when I was a kid, my mom had a very small shop selling rice cake in Vietnamese called Banh Ước, right? I grew up like uh, as helping my mom and my dad managing that really really small business. My dad trained me a lot by just analyzing, right? Why this coffee shop like happening? Why this restaurant winning? Why they losing? Even I was like six or seven years old. So I didn't know much about business. I didn't know much about money or anything. But you know, those story, day by day, is in my head. I studied abroad, and then um, I went back with my first business, my family business. After four years of running my family business, I started to to create my own, you know, like a career. You decided to invest in, yeah. in multiple different fields, yes. and they seem to a to a person outside. Yeah. They seem to be unrelated to each other sometimes, right. right? What is the relationship? How did you choose for these to be your investments? So I think as investor, as startup investor, what I try to create not just a successful startup but an ecosystem of startup that can be successful. By that ideas and vision, I try myself in the last five years to create the ecosystem. So what kind of characteristic that I will invest in in startup? I think first. It has to be very differentiated product or service in potential, right? Second, it's all about the team. They have to prove to me that they can really operating or running the company, even in a really small scale. And normally, they have to survive more than a year. And third, the market has to be big because my strength. I'm not good at operation. I don't know how to make a flower bouquet. I don't know how to make a cake. I don't know how to make a suit. I'm more like a visionary guy. I can create vision for different companies. I can give them a lot of consultancy on finance, legals, public media, branding, marketing. Mm -hmm. Now, what what do your parents say about all of these things um, that you're doing and all of these plans that you have? They never support me. Still, I was 35. Most of the 
Vietnamese business, people in our parents' generation, they write really focused. They believe in you only do good at one field with one company, you just focus on it, go big on it, and winning everyone. But then it's on me who would love to create an ecosystem, who would love to try new things. So at the very first hand, they're not supporting because they don't believe in it. You know, after a, a lot of up and down time, now, you know, my fund, my liquid venture fund, you know, makes some momentum, but now my mom and dad want to invest in. Mm -hmm. So I think that's a really good sign because now we can start to speak the same voice after many years. Now, there's a couple of, um, I think there's a lot of young people here in the audience who are, who are interested in business, who are interested in investing. Some of them, they want to create this product. They want to change the world. They want to change how people live, right? But some others, you know, they think it's, it's a good way to make money. Right. Um, wh huh. wh what's your comment on that? You know, is, is that really a good way to make money? I think every year I meet up with a lot of startups team, right? Most of them, like you said, want to change the world. I only give you give them one command on that. Please change your neighborhood first. Mm -hmm. If you can change your neighbors, if you can make your neighbor buying your product or your service, and then you start talking about changing the world. Mm -hmm. You know, you don't have to think something so particularly haven't seen anywhere in the world to be successful. Mm -hmm. you, you only need to find out the new way of selling products into Oh, market, something just as similar as that. What do you think are some of the skills that maybe the young business or young entrepreneurs in Vietnam, they lack, and that they should develop that as soon as possible? I think uh, first, they have to be consistent. They have to be humble, good listener. They have to read a lot. They have to understand the world. The, the world today changing like almost every second. You have to be hustle, keep on fighting, going. keep on going. Yeah. We fail, okay, fine. Fail a part of the game, right? Mm -hmm. Keep going, keep growing. You know? Absolutely. Yeah. Um, I, I think it's so important for, you know, when people fail, they come back up, or when people, yeah. not to, for people not to have excuses yeah. um, for things that don't happen to them, because it might not happen to them yet, but they ha just have to keep working at it, right? Yeah. Now, do you think that it's important for people who want to do business to be able to train and think like a businessman, right? Are all these people fit for business, in your opinion? Like, if I invest in one startup, I will see what they have and what they don't have. And it's on myself to find people to put in that system that what people don't have, so they can be, a, like I say, a better version of that company every day. I mean, everyone can do business, but it's all about how you find people that can fulfill you, that can, you know, do the thing that you're not good at, you know, and leaving you, you know, do the best. What are some of your idols investing up until this point? When I was just got back from Vietnam, I read an article uh, of Richard Branson. Back then, uh, 16 years ago, he really had 40 companies. And he's like traveling around every week, right, having a really good life. Went, wow. How the hell on us this guy this guy can handle that I mean like handle of 40 companies at a t you know at one time so that's why I tried to figure out his formula so I read a lot of books of successful people just a few months ago accidentally once again I read article about Richard Branson and after 15 years right now his investment fund handling 3,000 
portfolio, meaning 3,000 companies. Yeah. So after 15 years, I have like 21 companies. I used to think I'm half of the way, but now no. His is someone I really admire. But to me, he's someone that not impossible, he's possible. If he can make it that far, we can make it that far. Me and you can make it that far. It's only on us how much effort we put in, how much focus we put in. You talked a lot about, you know, if somebody can do it, you can do it too. What do you think is within yourself that are individually with you? What are some of the determining factors that make you the one that is completely different from all the other investors or all the other business people out there? The one thing that makes me uh, go this far, I think I'm a very curious guy. So I don't just admire. After admiring, normally I try to figure out the formula. How can they making happen? You know, how billionaire make him become the billionaire? I love to find formulas. I love to analyze people. You know how they achieve what they achieve. So by by being curious, I think I learn a lot on almost daily basis. Right? Like today, you know, you know joining the show, I mean, that's my first experience, you know, speaking on national television in English. It's a challenge to me, but, you know, I take it. Well, we're very happy to have you here, and I'm sure the audience is so happy to have you here as well. So, audience, it's now time for you to be asking questions. Uh, I see you many times on something so, so I admire you so much. Uh, Thank you. Uh, in the future, I think I will set up a convenience store like uh, Circle K, but this brand made by me, made by Vietnam. So can you tell me what can I do? Uh, set up a store and a brand like this. Right, wow. Yes, thank you. Okay. I really admire your dream. Your dream really big. But of course, um, we already have some Vietnam brand over convenience store. Vinmart. Vinmart, yes. right? But I think that's a very, really, really competitive industry. First, it's about you have to have experience. You have to read the public like behavior. You know, they like 7-Eleven, like Circle K, like Vinmart, they're not selling things for no reasons. The size of the products, you know, whether it's cakes, whether it's, you know, what kind of drink they sell, what kind of food they sell, everything, they have formula, they have reason behind it. So my advice to you, if you really, really like serious about your dream, then you, ha you have to go work for one of those companies to see how they're running, to figure out that formula. So to me, open one store is a very different story from creating a brand. If you just open a one convenience store, you can open today or tomorrow with your family or just hiring a location and just buying some stuff, put it in, sell it, you call it a convenience store. But it's not a brand. What's a brand? A brand is something everyone knows. So to me, convenience, uh, convenience store industry is a super, super burning cash industry. Any convenience store that can make break even, they only can make break even when they come to a certain number of store. And normally, that number is very big. As I know, average, they have to have at least 150 store to be effective, sufficient, so they can break even. So before thinking of profit, you have to be prepared with you a big budget. That's why I need a lot of money. All right, do we have any other questions? Yes, we have one more over there.
uh, I know that uh, when you start up, you have made so many difficulties. So how did you uh, overcome these difficulties? Being the CEO or being the business owner, you only have to do, be ready with one thing. Every day you wake up, something happens. And you have to have solution for those things happening. I, I, I used to have a lot of difficulty in my uh, startup career, in investing career, and I have difficulty today too. But it's a part of the game. When we have difficulty, we, we've been through it, of course. We also have been through with a lot of emotion, right? Yeah. So it also trains us a lot how to get over it quicker and quicker. When you've been through a lot and then it helps you to be more balanced, mm -hmm. more experienced, so you can be easier for you to, to, to calm down yourself and give a better solution. I, I, I love what you said and I, I'd love to add on to some of that as well. Um, you know, with people often think that you have to go to school to know how to deal with issues and you have to graduate from like a certain type of school to be able to, to do something. In my own personal life, and I've, I've watched you and I've watched so, um, so many other people um, that are doing business in Vietnam, like they start even before they even go to school, right? Even before they graduate. So you can start as soon as you think that this is something that you might want to do. So it's lifelong learning. Like Phoebe said, it doesn't matter where you go to study, where you, you know, choose the place to learn to upgrade yourself. But it's like how you learn every day. Life is not about how much money you get or how successful you go to. It's all about how you experience your life, how you expose yourself to many situations, many places in the world that you can see the world very differently. One more question. I'm an English teacher and I for myself also have an ambitious of uh, setting my own business and English centers in the future. So I'm wondering, uh, as busy as a businessman like you, how can you balance between your work life and your daily life? I think um, if you can make your words as something really you're passionate about, really something that you can have fun with it, and then you don't have to find that balance anymore. Like today, you know, if I come to the show, it can be my leisure time or it can be my working time. If I look at this as a really tiredness, like journey, I'm, it's gonna make myself so tired. But I, if I'm looking at it as a, wow, it's a new experience, it's a new adventure. Today I meet my Phoebe, right? After so many years watching on television, that I have a lot of energy, a lot of motivation to share with you guys right here. We have difficulty in our life. But then, of course, at that point in time, we're really suffering sometimes. We're really upset. You know, we think, my God, it's killing us. When we look back at those incidents or those, you know, like events, we might be thankful. Because, you know, it gives me a lot of information. It trained us, you know, a better version. And one last skill I want to share with you guys is try to be focused. And this, I think a lot of young people not having it because you guys get distracted a lot. You know, distracted mostly by the phone, right? <laughs> I know a lot of students, they spend their whole day in university, but they still fail. <laughs> and there's someone only study like one hour today, they still have the highest score in school. What the difference? The focus. Yeah, well, thank you so much for being it's on the show. It's my pleasure to join the show. Yeah, thank and you. And I hope to see you again, TV. Thank you so much, Inkla. It's a great pleasure to join the show. 
and uh, really looking forward to the opportunity that we can do in business. Absolutely. Okay. Thank you, and really looking forward to you helping us to influence the young generation. It's all, yeah. I think it's all my pleasure all the time to share my experience with people mm -hmm. that need it. Wonderful, thank, thank you, you very so much. much. Now when we think about the idea of startups, um, a lot of us think about tech startups. Of course, you know, to start a company is also another type of, you would call startup. Maybe it's about starting a company, being an entrepreneur. Um, many times in today's day and age, these two concepts are interlinked. Um, it's never easy to start something new, but many, many people think that that's the way to go. Um, during the conversations today, you know, one of the things that, uh, that uh, Mr. Kwa has definitely mentioned is that you start small. You try to influence your community in a small way until, you know, later on you can, you can dream big and you can, you can think big. Um, startups is never easy. Uh, we all have to face difficulties. You know, we all have to um, overcome difficulties maybe sometimes every day. And that's okay. Because with every different type of work, there are different types of challenges. And there are always ways that we can overcome them. This is IFO Podcast. You can follow IFO on Instagram, Facebook, YouTube, TikTok, or Twitter. If you haven't followed it yet, go to Spotify and follow. Thank you for listening.